What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-host, Micah. Uh, Zack Snyder wants to fight God for some reason. Yeah, we were just talking about uh, if Zack Snyder just made more masturbatory films and not stuff like uh, Justice League, uh, we'd, be, we'd all be better for it, because 300 was fun. Like I yeah. said, vapid, but fun. Yeah, um, uh, sorry we're day late. I had to get my, uh, the, my first COVID shot yesterday, so very excited about that. It chipped you. They chipped you. Yeah. They put uh, they put 5G in you. Bill Bill Gates knows exactly where I am. I was planning on upgrading my Mac, but now I have the sudden urge to buy a Windows PC or maybe even a Surface to replace <laughs> my iPad. Um, didn't feel that way until last night. So clearly uh, clearly some, some malfeasance is afoot. Uh, I do have a problem, though, Micah. I do have an issue right now that I mm-hmm. want to discuss. There's too many games that I want to play that are <laughs> that have either recently come out or are coming out this week. So we talked about Curse of the Dead Gods. I still haven't gotten around to buying it because I've still been playing way too much Tabletop Simulator on Steam that I have not really touched my PlayStation or my Switch for the last uh, week and a half or so. So I haven't gotten around to buying that. Um, but I'm probably going to pick up one of these things in the next couple days because not only is Disco Elysium now available which is a game that you're going to talk about in a second. But Outriders is getting a lot of buzz right now. Mm. Like a lot of buzz. You you know what else buzzes? Bees. Wasps. Yeah, it's true. Hornets. Well, but here, but so, but the thing that's be, so, so Paul Tassi of Forbes, uh, in my mind, the foremost authority uh, in terms of coverage on like live service games has said that this game more than any other compares most favorably to Diablo. And I don't know about, I don't know about you, but if you can give me Diablo in the form of a third person shooter, I feel like that that's a pretty good, a pretty good combination. I just in terms of it's like gameplay loop where it's like very much, you know, Go kill things, grind, grind out, get get cool loot, make awesome builds, rinse, repeat. I mean, the the thing of the thing with it is making the builds, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's going to be where this game lives and dies, right? Because you got other companies doing this looter shooter thing, uh, and they've mastered it, right? Say what you want about Destiny, they've mastered it, right? There's mm-hmm. a reason people keep coming back to it, right? Um, I, 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 uh, I, you know, I, I didn't give that game a chance. I still haven't. I'm going to, I'm going to, if, if you are compelled to, to really try this thing out and mm-hmm. you are into it, then I'll, you know, then I'll play it, but I, I you know, I'll play it on game pass. Like well, I'm see, not. that's, that's the trick though, right? Like I'm going to have to invest right $60 if I want to, <laughs> if I, if I do right. want to play it. So. Because right. um, so I don't have an Xbox, you, so if you do that, then I have no reason to. I have no excuse to to not give this game a fair shot, other than the fact that you know they they don't know how to make black hair. Like they tried, <laughs> they tried, but like the the black hair looks like like Tyler Perry wigs, mm. and it just doesn't just doesn't work. But. um and it's weird because I like people can fly, you know, Gears mm-hmm. of War Judgment was was okay and and Bulletstorm was 
fine. You know, the, the, the little bit of shooting that I did felt right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it is about this game that I'm just not uh, into it. And maybe it's just because well, I haven't um, well, here's, unlocked here's, the classes yet. Well, here's the thing. So the story is very like, you know, B-movie action, you know, action movie, like cheap action movie type of story. I don't think that it, like if you're going to this game for the story, you're going to be disappointed. Like it is, it is very much, uh, it's, it's a bullet storm. Like bullet storm is not hail was not hailed for its, its story. It was hailed cause you got to run around and slide and, and kill lots of things. Like it, it was, it was very much like a, like a different version of doom in, in, in a lot of ways. Um, doom is the same way it's from, from, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think anyone's playing doom cause the story's hooking them in. I think they're yeah, no, no, the guy doesn't even have a name, right? Like, like, like <laughs> he's like, you're, you're playing doom cause you want to run really fast in an arena, just, you know, shooting the shit out of aliens with large guns. Um, in this one, like the power, like I've seen some advanced builds, like some end game builds for all the different classes. And it looks cool. Like, like the action is, you know, running around, being able to, you know, leverage a lot of these abilities to, to play quickly and fluidly. Like it's, it, it's funny cause it's a cover based shooter, but that's not how you're supposed to play the game. Like you're supposed to play offensively because Maybe most of the, because most of the classes, once their, their abilities actually heal you by using them. Like every, every class heals you. Uh, by, by leveraging like their specialty in a lot of ways. So like when you, like the trickster, which is what I was using in the demo, like when you kill enemies with, with your trickster offensive abilities, you get health back. Like that's kind of how it works. So even though it's cover base, like the coverage is there when you need to take a breather, like you should be running up to enemies and, and smashing them in the face when you're actually playing the game. It's interesting. Right, well, maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe that's where the disconnect is for me because I, as soon as I got to that tutorial where it's just like, here's a cover based gameplay. I'm just like, yeah, I, well, it's, I, it's, I, it's I'm when you get, it's when you get the powers. That's when, that's when things start to start to unlock a little bit. So, all right. Well, cause I kind of want to, I kind of want to try that. Uh, I kind of want to try that uh, pyromancer or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, do you, do yourself a favor. So so Mtashed on YouTube uh is is partnering with uh People Can Fly and he has a few videos on his channel uh kind of showing each of the classes and their end ga- like all the different abilities and you know showing some gameplay of especially some end game stuff. Watch those um and see if that looks more interesting cuz that at least will show you you know what you have to look forward to. As you progress through the game. Which class should you pick? That's probably going to be the one that I'll look at. Yep. So, uh, but again, I've been looking forward to Disco Elysium for a while. And that's out now. And you're playing it, which I'm a little surprised about. I I didn't, I didn't really think this was on your, your radar. Um, it wasn't until, uh, it started winning game of the year (laughs) (laughs) everywhere. So I was like, all right, well, uh, you know what is this right like i have to i have to see what this is about and um so far i'm enjoying it uh and you you wouldn't think i i would be the type of person to enjoy it given the type of game that it is so this is a this is a role playing game but this is like a real like old school like pen and paper uh i'm a i'm a dungeon master i'm telling you what you are experiencing type of role playing game and 
you know, I've always wanted to try something like that. Hmm. But uh, one, I never had friends that were into that stuff. And um, and uh, I forget what two was. But I basically, I never like hung out with people that wanted to to do something like that. Um, so, uh, because it seems like fun, right? Like it's a, it's a group of people sitting together and you're all using your imagination and, you know, someone is telling a crafting a story and like, it's like literal role playing. Right. And mm-hmm. it just seems fun. Um, this is the next best thing, uh, as a person who has never done that. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's so this version is fully voiced. Apparently, the version that came out was not. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like ninety percent, ninety percent of the dialogue, maybe ninety five percent of the dialogue is all voiced, and um, and the like dungeon master or, or game master is uh, talking to you, but it's your brain, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're you you play this cop, and he's like he wakes up one morning drunk and disheveled can't really remember anything and he's talking to himself and you know his brain is talking to him and then he's you know shut up brain but but he's a very smart person but he's just scatterbrained uh he wakes up in the seedy motel and uh he goes downstairs meets with his partner uh this guy who you've never met before it's just like hey we're assigned to work this case together. And the case is solving uh, the death of a, a hanged man uh, in the back of this seedy motel that you just woke up in. And there's no like combat. Mm-hmm. There's no, um, there's no like, you don't have to have like fast reflexes. Like it's, it's like uh telltale games. Right. But like, the older Telltale games before mm-hmm. they like got big and and were able to buy all these different properties to make their games from, it's kind of like that, um, where you have to really do like investigating, and it's interesting, and the voice acting is really good, and it's really funny, and um, I'm I'm into it. I I literally when I I messaged you this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've been playing it all day and I took one, I took like one, two hour break to watch a bad movie mm-hmm. for the nerd apocalypse, but then I started playing it again and because I'm just, I'm just interested to figure out what's going on and trying to piece everything together because you are, you don't know what's going on as the player. Mm-hmm. Your character doesn't know what's going on because he's, you know, a, a drunken idiot. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm actually really digging it, man. Like I feel like if you are into like tabletop stuff or, you know, like like D and D stuff, like traditional D and D stuff, I feel like you'd be into it. Do you, I mean, so like during the game, like, do you have, is, is there like pass fail moments where you have to like do a skill check yes. of sorts? Yeah. Like, so. Yes. There's, there's moments where, uh, you know, you're given a, a bunch of different options and then some of the options you have in order to, to do them, you have to pass a, a skill check mm-hmm. and, you know, depending on where your attributes are, they even tell you, you have, uh, you know, 52% chance of doing this or an 8% chance of doing this. 
Some skill checks you can repeat, but you have to wait a bit. And some skill checks, if you fail, Mm -hmm. you fail. You can't do it again. And it's literally, you know, an RNG in the back. Once you select it, an RNG in the background runs for two seconds. And then they show the dice. And if you, if you, you know, if you pass it, great. You get more options. And if you fail, uh, you fail. So it's, it's really, really interesting. They have, they have this like weird, like inventory system called the thought cabinet mm-hmm. where as you go along in the story, you will be thinking about certain things or through conversations, uh, something will pop up that'll make you think about something and you can kind of have that thought in the back of your mind. And while you're playing, if that thought is equipped in the back of your mind uh, for a certain number of real time minutes or hours, um, you will eventually figure out what you were thinking about. And that can either give you a positive or a negative effect mm-hmm. that is permanent. Well, permanent. You can get rid of it. But in order to get rid of it, you have to waste a skill point. And skill points don't come quickly. Mm-hmm. And there are, there are 24 attributes that you can put these things in. Each of them has anywhere from three to five like slots per attribute. So this is this is pretty this is pretty deep, man. Uh, and I, I like it. Uh, I, I'm I'm into it. Interesting. Yeah. So it's we'll see. It's um. The story always looked interesting, so I guess I have to weigh experiencing a great story with just going around and shooting the shit out of things. Yeah, like, using, like superpowers. Is, this is not something that is going to. This isn't something that's gonna like. This isn't action at all. Like zero part of it. Well, like I said, like, I and and then in six weeks I get both in the same game <laughs> or or, right. or a trilogy of games. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm into it. So new release this week. Let's start with Games with Gold. Um, for the Xbox One and Series X, you get uh, Vikings, Wolves Midgard for free the entire month of April. And then Truck Racing Championship, a game with a $59.99 retail price somehow uh, from April 16th to May 15th. And then the 360 games that you get for free are Dark Void uh, from the 1st to the 15th. Uh, and hardcore uprising uh, from the 16th through the 30th. So that's what you got there for the Xbox. Uh, PlayStation Plus, not too much more exciting, uh, if I'm being quite frank. So uh, the new Oddworld game is going to be free, though, on PS5. So Oddworld Soulstorm uh, will be available, and this is starting April 6th. Uh, so if you're interested from some of the stuff that you've seen from Oddworld, uh, you can check the game out for free. Uh, look, I always like games that are free, so might might give it a look-see. And then for PS4, uh, playable on PS5, uh, you can get Days Gone, which, you know, we were counting the days when that would show up on PlayStation Plus why, as soon as we saw that appear in the ether. And uh, Zombie Army 4 is free as well. So that's what you have available for PlayStation this month. Um... Notable for our South Korean listeners, uh, Oddworld Soulstorm not available in South Korea for some reason. Mm. I don't know why, but South there's that. Uh, and also, if you have a PS5, I'm pretty sure you already have Days Gone for free because I think that was one of the games in the 20-game uh, bundle that they gave everybody. 
Yeah, I think so. Um, I've heard mixed things about Days Gone, right? Like, yeah, I heard I heard, I heard it got so. better. Like, like I heard that they they definitely fixed some stuff after yeah. after launch that made it into a much better game. So, yeah. So, um, do you think people actually race trucks? Do they do that? Sure. Yeah, they do. There's tr- there's, huh. there's 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 a truck racing championship that exists in real life. So. Hmm. Not well, like it's not it's it's not like racing like you know Ford F three fifties like that's not happening like they're small they're smaller trucks but there is there there is truck racing uh, championship but watching a lot I mean, of F one look like these things look like Peterbilt's racing yeah well, that, that that I don't I don't think they run they they race uh, tractor trailers I mean I'm sure they do somewhere but I don't think it's it's popular um, haven't watching a lot of F one lately uh, that drive to survive series on Netflix uh, the new season just came out and it's as good as the rest gets you into yeah. Gets everybody you into, says it's good. It's really Maybe good. I need to open my uh, broaden my horizons. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 fun. F one's easy to follow in the same way that, um, like following one soccer league is easy to follow because there's not that many teams, mm-hmm. and it's kind and like the the top teams are always the top teams. So like it's it's you know there there's tiers that you can kind of follow it in, which is mm-hmm. interesting, but it's cool because it's also like the pro wrestling of sports. In a lot of ways, because there's a lot of like palace palace intrigue that's going on all the time. <laughs> I mean, I like that. Yeah, no, I'm, it's I'm serious. Like, like, like if you like if you like the uh, the storylines of sports, uh, Formula One has a ton of those because there's only 20 drivers in the entire in the entire division. And oh, wow. like I said, since you have this hierarchy of teams, like when a, when a spot opens up on one of the top teams. And one of the guys from like the mid table teams signs with them, but they have to do it in the middle of the season. So like they have to play out the rest of the of the racing season like still on this team, even though they <laughs> know they're leaving at the end of the year. And it, it creates for some interesting dynamics. And the fact you have two drivers on each team and their teammates, so like they they want to work together, but at the same time they also want to do better individually. So like there's a lot there's a lot of uh, a lot of tension there occasionally oh. as well. It's it's oh, like right. I said, it's interesting. Very interesting. All right. Um, other new games this week: Doom Three VR came out for PlayStation VR. Uh, Elite Dangerous, the Odyssey Alpha expansion, comes PC. Uh, we talked about Disco Elysium already. It's out on pretty much every. Well, actually, it's just out on PC, PlayStation, and Stadia. It's not out on anything else right now. Uh, Evil Genius Two World Domination uh, comes to PC. I saw Black Clouds is on PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Uh, all of the Kingdom Hearts crap that came out over the past couple of years on PlayStation Xbox is now available on PC. Uh, Narita Boy comes to PC, PlayStation Xbox, and Switch. Rogue Company gets an update for PS5. Uh, Shelter 3 comes to PC. Tennis World Tour 2 gets a next-gen upgrade for PS5 and Series X. Uh, we talked about Outriders. That's coming to every game console except for Switch. Uh, Resident Evil Stadia, or Resident Evil Stadia, Resident Evil 7 is showing up on Google Stadia. This week, and then Stormfront, the Mutant War, Ubel Edition comes to PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Nope. How do you, how how are, how are you supposed to pronounce uh, use the beginning of words that have umlauts over them? Uh, Ubel. Is it Ubel? Ubel Edition. Yeah, I think it's Ubel Edition. Okay. Uh, but no, uh, Stormfront sounds way too much like it, Stormfront. Well, I, I think that's so. I think that's what they're going for. Um, oh, it also okay. it also uh, commits the uh, mortal sin of having both a hyphen and a colon 
in the title. <laughs> it's got a hyphen, a colon, and an umlaut. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right. Go to uh, densepixels.com slash fans uh, to get invited to our Discord. Uh, if you're on Facebook. Sh- uh, it's shutting down soon. Yeah, Jay, uh, Jay put the uh, Jay put the timer out. So, um, in in less than two weeks, uh, uh, if you're there, uh, Eddie Kingston is going to run out and jump on top of you, and then it's just going to be sparklers, and yeah. then it's going to di- just explode and disappear. Uh, we and and once the Facebook group is down, uh, we will publish the Discord link publicly. Uh, for right now, we just want to keep it for folks that were have been with us on Facebook. So again, if you have not come to Discord yet, please check out the pin post in the fan group on Facebook and come check it out. There you go. Uh, while you're checking stuff out on the internet, uh, stop checking that stuff out and start checking out uh, all of the. TNP Studios uh, podcasts. Uh, you can get them wherever uh, internets are available. Um, you can subscribe to them. Uh, you can subscribe to the Nerdpocalypse, Black on Black Cinema, Coming Distractions, the weekly preview episode of Look Forward, which is being recorded today. Are you going to be on that? Double uh, double pod tonight. Oh, uh, well, yeah. let me, let's hurry up then, because knowing Jay, you won't start till 930. Um, <laughs> <laughs> while you're, oh, you're uh, probably right. <laughs> <laughs> go to uh, go to YouTube.com slash Dense Pixels and subscribe. You can uh, you can see Brad all decked out in his uh, tater tot hot spurs <laughs> uh, uh, shirt. With uh, is, does the mascot have a name? Uh, the well, so the 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 actual like stuffed animal mascot suit version, his name is oh. Chirpy. Uh, the mascot on the badge, or sorry, wrong side. The mascot on the badge doesn't actually have a name. What is it? Is it like a game head? It's a or? cockerel. Okay, it's a cockerel. Yes. Okay. I, 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 is, is that some sort of significance or is it just because the word cock is in the name? <laughs> no, it's, uh, so the lineage, the, the name goes back to, uh, uh, Henry Hotspur, which is, a I think I've talked about this in the show before, which is a Shakespeare character. Um, and I, I believe the, the, uh, cockerel has some sort of lineage back to that, if I'm not mistaken. So. Okay. Well, be sure while you're on the internet to not misspell cockerel. And while you're doing that, go to densepixels.com slash premium uh, and sign up for $5 a month, or $50 a year. You're going to get access to the premium selective content, including all of our episodes of Airing of Grievances, No Time to Bleed, new episode coming soon. Jay told me the movie he wants to do. I think you want to be on that. Also. I think Andy's going to be on it, too. So, Oh, wow. So if, if, cool. if, that, if, that gives, if that gives any listeners out there a hint to the theme <laughs> of this movie. <laughs> um, the fact that the entire look forward crew is going to be on the show. <laughs> start, start your guesses now. Uh, the, uh, men with the golden tongues. Look last week, Brad, uh, teased an idea that he had and he told me what it is off the air and it's genius. Uh, it's, a it's, it's an amazing idea. Uh, so much so that I told Jay, uh, and swarmed the secrecy and he was like, wow, that's really good. I can't believe Brad came up with that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, and I will say, especially relevant to listeners of this podcast, 
Yeah, I, I we we just have to we just have to figure out logistics, but I really want to get that up uh, or get it started soon. Um, so look forward to that uh, upstage conversation, and the uh, and you can look forward to uh, oh god, god, you can look forward to the new the the four episodes of Look Forward. I said look forward and look forward. That's too many look forwards. Just pay attention to the look forward relating to the episode. <laughs> I don't know. I'm tired, man. My, my son is just flipping out. He's he's well into his terrible twos. He's he's like he's he's into that. Like, can you do this, please? And just looks at you. And I'm like, can you do this, please? No. My uh, my niece um, was not eating dinner the other day, and her her dad, my brother in law, uh, he he threatened her. He said, you know, if you don't if you don't eat this, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat it. And she looked him dead in the eyes and was like, eat it then. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, I can't deal with this. Man. Yeah, she, she, she is also too as well. She comes with a surprise. <laughs> the only, the only benefit of having a child with autism is that we did not have that phase. Man. It so is, uh, he, it he, he, he was, he was perfectly fine at two. We're getting it now, like like now it happens <laughs> when he gets upset about stuff. So, uh, yeah, well now he can fight you. So. Yeah, that too. <laughs> but it is it is an interesting time right now. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, kind of a piggyback to something we talked about last week. Um, Xbox Live Party Chat, one of the marquee features of the service, uh, does not require gold anymore doesn't require a gold subscription used to have to now you don't uh this is again just another uh move away from the gold into the the rosy game pass future that microsoft is trying to uh to slowly work towards so i would assume the more the more they can decouple uh gold from all these services the better off they will be um apparently some uh, folks in the out in like the beta program also won't require gold for uh, multiplayer in free to play games and the looking for group feature that Xbox has. So, uh, Lason, they they are they are slowly phasing it out. If you don't realize that's what's happening, uh, I've got news for you. Start preparing your fifteen dollars a month to uh to pay for a Game Pass plus the other stuff. Yeah. Um... Yeah, you. I mean, you you uh, you called it a couple of weeks ago. You're like, look, this is what's happening, and uh, you know, shit or get off the pot, right? Like, mm-hmm. and is- and honestly, like with with as much like, look, man, I'm not an Xbox guy at all. Game Pass is bringing value to the service. They really are. Like <laughs> yeah, like like, like now they're starting to get third party games day and date on this thing. You know, Outriders is gonna be available. Like Mike Micah is like. Mike is like, I don't have to decide if I want to spend money on hours. I should decide if I want to spend my time. Like, like that, <laughs> right. that's, that's 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 where Mike is at at this point. It's hard. It's it is hard. Getting harder to not just be like that's it, it's it's a Netflix thing. It's it, it's just a set it and forget it like Netflix thing at this point. It really, if you own an Xbox, it really is. Yeah, it's a it's a really good feeling, man. Because I've been burned a lot from games that. Uh, yeah, I think might be cool, and you know, I just I, I buy them, and and then I'm just like, wow, I, this is a big waste. Uh, Marvel's Avengers, 
right? Like, and I really wanted to like that game. I I, I gave that game a, a very, very fair chance. Mm-hmm. And um and and I got burned. And it was my own, you know, self-inflicted wound, right? Like, ev- like literally everyone is telling you, don't buy this game. There's something fishy about it. And my dumb ass does it because I'm stupid. And like, that would have been a perfect Game Pass game. Yep. I feel like Outriders is going to be a pitch perfect uh, Game Pass game. So we'll see. Uh, we talked last year about Reggie Fizeme uh, joining the board of directors for GameStop. Well, a year later, he is no longer on the board of directors for GameStop. Uh, he has decided to retire along with uh, two other folks, William Simon and J.K. Simanic, uh, who both joined around the same time. Uh, they're going to be stepping down in June. It's not clear why. No reason has been given from either camp. Uh, GameStop did say that, quote, it's not because of a disagreement with us on any matter relating to our operations policies or practices. Um, look, last year was a, was a rough year for GameStop, rough year for a lot of retailers. Um, GameStop even more so just because, you know, with lockdowns around the country, uh, they're going through a lot of, uh, you know, uh, compression as far as the, their footprint in terms of how many stores they have. A lot of stores closing COVID just accelerated that timetable. Uh, it looks like from everything that I've seen over the past year or so, they are basically pulling out of shopping malls where possible everywhere in the country, which, which used to be like a, like a, like a bastion for GameStop. And now just because of rents and things of that nature, it's just out of control and they're closing mall stores wherever they can. Um, so yeah, it's, it's tough. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it looks like. And then of course we had the whole wall street bets fiasco. Uh, a couple months ago <laughs> that, 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 you know, the, I think the stock is still sitting around like $90 right now, which is just an in, insane, insane, uh, thing to, to, to still be the case, um, at this point. So it's anything we say on this would just be idle speculation. We have no clue, any insight behind it. Um, maybe Reggie just didn't feel like doing the shit anymore. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Maybe he was just like, you know what? I don't have to do this, <laughs> right? Like maybe this was a ship that was, that uh, had already hit the iceberg and um and he's just like you know what i'm out yeah. i i can't turn this thing around because even if i do turn it around i don't know if we're gonna make it back um you know we'll have to one day pour one out for gamestop uh as much my, my i mean my time was great there because i didn't have any real responsibility mm-hmm. um and uh you know uh, I, I met, uh, I met one of my girlfriends there. You know what I mean? Like, like I met, uh, I met a bunch of friends there. I, I met literally the guy I'm talking to <laughs> right now through GameStop. Now I consider Brad a good friend, man. So, um, it, it, I have, I have fond memories of, of GameStop. I have fond memories of, uh, it being like a, like a hangout spot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But uh, at the same time, like the world has kind of moved on and GameStop has done a very, has done, you know, a, a job trying to stay relevant, but um, it, it, it just didn't, it just, it's just not happening. So, well, like like I said, the worst thing that could have happened to them was have a 
phenomenon come out around the world that forced you to stay in your house. Yep. <laughs> and encourage you, not only, but encourage you to play video games, but it didn't encourage you to go out and do anything, you know, as right. far as far as acquiring said games. Like, and you're like, all right, well, I guess I just got to buy it on my system then. Let's make right. it happen. So, and a lot, and a lot of people who were kind of staving off digital probably relented finally in the wake of, of everything going on with COVID in the past year, year plus. So, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I hope that with the small footprint that they can regain their footing, uh, cause you, you don't need a GameStop at every corner, but I still think they, they have a lot of value as a company, yeah. uh, at least for now. So, uh, here's some interesting news. So Sony pictures is developing a movie adaptation of ghost of Tsushima. Uh, the interesting part about this is that Chad, uh, Stileski, who is the director of the John wick film series. Is it is reportedly attached to direct the project whenever it does come to fruition? Um, that's interesting because if you're going to make a Ghost of Tsushima movie, it's going to be a by default because of how the game is, it's going to have probably have a lot of visual flair. And if there's one thing that the John Wick movies are known for. It is having a tremendous amount of vis- of being action movies with a tremendous amount of visual flair. Yeah. So yeah. this if if this does come to fruition, and we all know how you know how film projects go, uh, this could be a very interesting combination. So we talked about this briefly on uh, the Nerdpocalypse last week, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, I've been thinking about it, and. You know, Ghost of Tsushima uh, is the game is developed by Sucker Punch, and Sucker Punch did um, a tremendous job of getting the look and feel of ancient Japan. So much so that like a bunch of Japanese directors were like, "A Japanese company should have made this game." Yeah, like I don't know why. Uh, so so much so that the heads of Sucker Punch have been designated. Uh, honorary like tourism like bu- you know bureau uh, <laughs> uh, like yeah. ambassadors on Tsushima Island for Christ's right. sake so like <laughs> like they did a they did a they took a lot of of love and care to try and be as respectful as possible to this culture and um, I'm just uh, I, I wonder if the one of the John Wick guys is going to be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like uh, you know, I see, I see his line of work. I see his body of work, and I see like John Wick, John Wick, and John Wick, which is full of like a bunch of Russian stereotypes, and uh, you know, I just, I don't know. I'm very curious. I hope that this movie is taken as seriously as the game is taken. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I want to see cool visuals, right? Because the game is beautiful. And I would love to see cool visuals, but I, I, I also, I'm also at the point in my life where like cool visuals aren't enough for me anymore because mm-hmm. I can see cool visuals anyway, right? I, I, um, I hope that this is taken seriously. You know, I hope that uh, like almost to the point where I would want it to be subtitled, but you know, 
I, I know not to expect too much. No, not not in twenty twenty, <laughs> not in the twenty twenties. You're certainly not going to get a fully foreign voice film and expect that to make money. So, right, but uh, but you know, I I I'm going to set my bar lower. I'm just going to hope for a cast of all Asian actors, <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully they can clear that incredibly low yet very difficult bar to hurdle over. <laughs> Now, now, uh, how low is your bar? Is your bar all Japanese actors or all Asian? I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm look. I, I feel like I feel like limiting them to Japanese actors only is going to <laughs> look. Let, we got, you got to crawl before you can walk, Mike. <laughs> Thinking we could just get Asian actors. That's a good start. That's oh, a good start. Man. So. Uh, look, I'm, I look. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you man. So we'll uh, we'll see. Uh, of course, the folks at Sucker Punch are like, "This is amazing!" Like, I can't believe it, right? And uh, and everybody's excited. Um, you know, I just and it's not like the Ghost of Tsushima story is like super high art, but you know, like there's a point to it, right? Like this character has he has an arc, depending on how you choose to play the game Mm -hmm. and you know everything that this character has known for has has known has been taught gets turned upside down when the shit hits the fan and he's got to do things that he was you know told all his life that he should not do and things like crescendo Mm -hmm. and like that's kind of the point of that character and his growth but um like even to the point where like the weather effects change the more you you act stealthy, right? Mm. The, the you know it's it's such a beautiful game, man. And I hope stuff like that isn't lost uh, in in the movie. Man, Sony is so fucking lucky. Like, think of how many studios they have in their umbrella who not not just have developed one series that's a new IP that has been like a mega hit. But, like, they have multiple studios that have developed multiple super successful IPs. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's... Like, like phenomenally successful yeah. IPs. You know what I mean? Like, 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 like Naughty Dog's up to three right now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is insane. Um, and, like I said, Sucker Punch, not far behind them uh, in, in terms of that. Um, who did Jack and Dexter? I can't remember which studio. Naughty Dog. Was that Naughty? I thought they, oh, you're right. They, they did Crash Bandicoot first. Then they did, sorry, Naughty Dog's up to four then. <laughs> yeah. In I, that, did, I, in didn't that include, case. I didn't include Crash Bandicoot. There you go. <laughs> yes. They're, they're up to four. <laughs> Good gravy. Um, and didn't Sucker Punch do Sly Cooper as well? Uh, yeah, they did. Yeah, yes, they did. They Cause did there's, cause there's all kinds of Sly did. Cooper references in, in, in their game. So they're, they're up yep. to three now. So. <laughs> Cheesy Pete's. Um, so uh, reportedly, uh, there's uh, – Micah, this might surprise you. There's a new Call of Duty game slated to come out later this year. Um, <gasps> I know. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe it either. Uh, and interestingly, they are returning to the, uh, to the often ignored uh, uh, back setting of World War II in, in their Call of Duty games. <laughs> Uh, this one is is supposed to be developed by Sledgehammer. It's their turn in the rotation. Uh, Sledgehammer, of course, their last game they come out wa- that came out was Call of Duty World War II. Um, 
the subtitle for the game is rumored to be Vanguard. And the report says that it's, it's, it's rumored to be uh, taking place in an alternate timeline where World War II continued beyond 1945. Now, if you're going to do World War II, Micah, I feel like that this is like this is a direction you kind of have to head in uh, to make things interesting. Because I don't know what more any war game developer can do in World War II that hasn't been done already. Um. Yeah, I don't know what uh, what developer can do uh, that have only done Call of Duty games. I don't know what more <laughs> they can do. Um. Okay. Um, this is interesting. Uh, what was the name of that show? Um, the, the man in the high castle. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess that took place. Uh, it was a book also before the book nerds skip mad. Um, <laughs> I think that also took, I think that was not world war two lasted longer than 1945. No, it was, the, it was the outcome was different. Right. Yeah. Right. And, the, and, uh, and, Germ and Germany, yeah, Germany, the Axis powers, uh, split up the u.s basically so right okay um look when they said world war ii i'm like uh okay again um but uh new new like a new wrinkle mm -hmm. without it getting um science fictiony mm -hmm. uh i'm curious to see what they do um because if it just like it that could just mean you know killing Nazis with more advanced weapons. You know what I mean? Like that well, could be something as simple as that. They they don't say when it takes place past 1945. They just say the war, you know, the war doesn't end in 1945. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, so like if it's 1946, it's not like the weaponry is going to be much more, uh, much right. more developed. And in that case, in that case, what are we doing? Right. right? Like I want this thing to last uh, you gotta you gotta go into like the fifties or something like that, right? Like this has to be like this has to be like a a a, 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 a knockdown drag out. Like this is because that's the only way I think I feel like this is going to be interesting. Because like you said, if you just do it, oh okay, well now we're in nineteen forty six. Like it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. So so here's the thing. So there are other World War II stories, World War II stories that you can tell that haven't really been explored too much in video games. The problem is that the stories that are left are horrible. Like yeah, like like horrific, like you could do man. you you could do you could make a Call of Duty game centered around like the conflict that, you know, between the US and Japan in the Philippines and like China and Japan and stuff like that. But good God, <laughs> like like the, like the story, like like if you're familiar with that section of the war, um, especially like Japan uh, fighting the Chinese and things of that nature before, really before the U.S. got involved uh, into the conflict, um, it's it's real bad, <laughs> like yeah, like man. it's it's fucking horrendous. Some of the shit that uh that went on uh, on that side of the globe. Uh, and so, like I said, that's untapped ground for stories, but I don't know if those are the stories that you necessarily want to tell in a video game. Yeah, man. I just, um, yeah, but I, you know, I don't know what else you do other than, you know, <laughs> the unthinkable, right? Play as the axis, right? Like, <laughs> let's hope we never get to that point. But, um, uh, you know, I guess we haven't had a World, a, a World War II theme Call of Duty in a while. Right. I mean, it's so, it's been it's been three years, or four, three four years. years. 
something like that, whatever it was. Okay. Yeah. And it just doesn't seem like like the other Call of Duty took place during the Cold War, right? But I didn't I didn't I wanted to play it, but I couldn't I couldn't couldn't spend seventy dollars on the on the shooting gallery that is Call of Duty anymore. Yeah, it's so. it's it's interesting to me that this series has persisted as long as it has. And it's it's also interesting to me that like Call of Duty Warzone hasn't cannibalized it to some extent. Yeah. Like that I I'm that's a little shocking to me that that's the case. I again, I'm expecting a down year for Call of Duty if they're doing a World War II game because it's been yeah. done. Uh but you know, we've been wrong before and even a, and a down year for Call of Duty is still a fucking spectacular year for most games. Um yeah. You know who else is having a pretty spectacular fucking week? Uh is Capcom because and Nintendo for that matter too. Uh, because the Nintendo Switch exclusive Monster Hunter Rise, which Carrie will eventually be back on to tell us all about, uh, has shipped 4 million units since it launched on Friday Jesus. last week. <laughs> so over 4 million copies sold of a Nintendo exclusive version of Monster Hunter Rise. Boy, has this series come a long way just in terms of commercial success, thanks to Monster Hunter World. Yeah, like this, like Monster Hunter has always been big in Japan, but, uh, you know, sometimes things just don't translate. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this really translates. Like, this like I said, they, really they found, they found the, uh, they found the secret sauce. Yeah, man. Because the previous Monster Hunter games up until Monster Hunter World did not have this level of, uh, of impact in, in the yeah. Western market. So. I'm trying to figure out what it is, right? Like, is it is it um, is it the multiplayer? Is it is it just the idea of you going out with your with uh, with your friends? That has to, that has to be a huge song. part of it. Um, because that, this game it has is to not be. this game is not uh, the most intuitive game to control. It's not intuitive to control, and it doesn't play very fluidly. Um, no. There are much better playing action games. And it, like I tried Monster Hunter World and I could not stick with it for that reason. Like like the the yeah. gameplay was just too clunky and I and I found what I was looking for from that genre in Dauntless because Dauntless was a game that played just with a lot more pace and and I found that to be a lot more enjoyable. Um but yeah, Mo- Monster Hunter is it it probably marries the RPG elements more too. So like if you're a JRPG fan, and again, this is me speculating and talking out of my ass a little bit. Uh, I'd be very curious. I mean, Carrie would be the person that would be best suited to talk about this. Um, I would imagine like you're getting a lot of the JRPG uh, flavor in there as well um, with Monster Hunter. And again, I, I, I do think that the social aspect has a lot to do with it because those hunts can take like, you know, 20, 30, 40 minutes. To complete. Yeah. Um, so there's there's a real, you know, skin in the game type of investment when it comes to things like this. So Yeah, like I see a couple of YouTubers and they're, you know, they're they're playing this, they're not playing it alone, they're playing it with their friends. And they seem to be having a good time. I just like it's I guess it's like the video game equivalent of like fishing with your buddies. Mm-hmm. Right? Like fishing to me is one of the more boring aspects of of life right like just sitting out there i don't drink so uh and and i don't have too many friends so that would want to go out there and do it so it's not it's it's just it's it's just boring to me 
but and that's what a lot of this is, right? Like you gotta. I mean, go- golf is there. golf is the same way in a lot of ways. Like go- golf for kids for people that don't play golf well is more of a social endeavor than it is a a, yeah. a, a skilled activity. So yeah, but at least I'm moving. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> like at the end of the day, like I gotta I gotta stretch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is this is yeah. I see what you're saying, but yeah, it just never clicked with me. But uh, uh, you know, I'm the outlier here, and I, I that's fine. Uh, enjoy. Yeah. Kill, uh, kill Rathalos. Give, give Rathalos one for your boy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, here's a game we haven't really talked about while cyberpunk 2077, uh, released a patch this week that includes hundreds of bug fixes and gameplay changes on PlayStation four PC and Xbox one. And then the stadia versions getting the same patch later this week. Uh, this is patch 1.2. Uh, here's a, here's a very brief overview of some of the stuff that is in the game. Cause I'm not reading this entire change log. Uh, <laughs> it addresses the game's unusually fast and lethal police response times and offers some much needed options to driving vehicles and getting them unstuck from the environment. Uh, it'll also fix, uh, funny bugs like NPCs moving after they've been killed and V's incorrect position while riding a motorcycle. Uh, numerous crashes have been addressed. Uh, and, but, and they say that many of the crash related fixes, uh, will make a bigger difference on last generation consoles and lower performance machines. Can I tell you something? I don't know when this game does get fixed. If I'm actually going to go back to it. Uh, you probably won't one. It probably won't get fixed until it probably won't be in a state that, that has been promised, um, at least for you until sometime late this year at mm-hmm. the earliest. Uh, and that's being very generous. And at that point, like the, 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 the shine is off of the thing. The shine's right? already off because like, like in the months since the game is released and the, again, the month, the game came out nearly four months ago at this point, outside of that first week or two when people were playing it and, and, ha- and most of the talk was around how broken the game was. I really haven't heard anyone talking about Cyberpunk 2077 and talk about how compelling the game is or how, you know, long lasting the game is. Like I I remember the afterglow that existed in the months and for for that sake years after games like Skyrim released, after games like Fallout 3 released, after The Witcher released. Like those those are games that I that people continue just to talk about and not stop talking about. I haven't heard shit about cyberpunk. Well, you know, those other games that you mentioned are, um, you know, they, they are stories that are a little more interesting. They're, uh, games that are longer. Right. So, Mm -hmm. you know, some, like, I know they specifically decided to make this game 30 hours because, you know, they were, they found that people who play their games tend to not like who people who play the Witcher games tend to not finish them because mm. they're so incredibly long. Um, and you need to kind of have a middle ground, right? Mm-hmm. Um, cyberpunk. Look, cyberpunk is a fine game. I, I, I played it and I liked it enough to finish it, but I'm never going to go back to it. Uh, unless, unless they come out with some sort of new game plus. And even then, I mean, it depends on what's, it depends on what else is out, right? Like, and a lot of it is character, man. Like, V's kind of a dick. 
mm-hmm. and some of these characters aren't as interesting, right? Like we get on here every week. It damn near feels like every week. And we talk and we laud Mass Effect, right? And we're not the only ones. People love Mass Effect. Ink with bugs and all. Mm -hmm. And you know why they love it? Because the characters are interesting. It's not that the story is something groundbreaking. I like, I prefer Mass Effect 1's story because it's simpler. And I love those characters. But the game fucking plays like crap. And then Mass Effect 2 upped the 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 interesting character count with uh, a story that was a little more ballsy. But you fight you, you, at the end, you fight a baby Reaper that's shaped like a Terminator. You know? Like <laughs> it's 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 fucking weird. Yeah, but the, but in fairness, that boss fight is the least important part of that whole sure. segment of the game. In in sure. in fairness, so <laughs> right, right. Like there are much more interesting parts. Uh, uh, about that, about that game, like the, but like, look at the Shadow Broker stuff, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's super interesting, man. And it's all about like your characters and how their stories are told, and there are just not too many memorable characters, right? Like, I remember the one character, Pan Am, mm-hmm. because I because I wanted my character to have sex with Pan Am. Like, that's it. Um, like it, it's just not. This game was this game was a bit of a disappointment. Yeah. But part of that is because of all the hype, right? And, you know, I saw something that said that uh, CD Projekt Red is, uh, they're committed to having uh, more realistic uh, marketing for... In, yeah, the, the, worst, the worst thing that they ever did for this game is start teasing it back in 2013. Like, like that, yeah. that was, you had, like... If if you learn nothing from Bethesda, because again Bethesda is a game where their games release and they're they're buggy as all hell and and have issues too. But if we've learned nothing from Bethesda, don't say shit until the game's just about to come out. Yeah, like like Bethesda, you know, since Fallout Four has really been riding this. We're gonna be radio silent. Like we might let you know the game's come. Like we're working on it, but we're not gonna tell you shit about it. And when we first reveal the game the release date that we give you is like four months from now so that yeah. you don't, you don't have this time for all this hype to incubate um, and, and let people's expectations balloon out of control. So, yeah. And that was it, man. Yeah. Uh, lastly in the news, uh, EA getting back in the golf business. So they have announced that a new PGA tour game is coming out uh, using the frostbite engine. Uh, it will include many of the world's most famous golf courses and golfers, uh, but hasn't said where or who, and they haven't said when the game is planning on coming out. This was literally just an announcement to say, hey, we're going to be making a PGA Tour game. Um, so that's interesting. EA has not put out a, P- a golf game since 2014, I believe, was the last game that released in the uh, PGA Tour steri- series. Uh, a lot of folks really do enjoy the EA games. Uh, I don't think that the golf club games, which has become the new PGA Tour series, uh, have quite captured the same audience. Uh, so I'm sure this is welcome news for a subset of folks who really enjoy those Tiger Woods games and would like to play a new one. So got that to look forward to. I um, Yeah, uh, look, I, 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 I prefer my my golf games uh with with anime characters and uh and um 
just one meter, one meter to just <laughs> let me know how hard I'm driving the ball. I did. I did enjoy the PGA Tour games uh, back in the day. Uh, they had a lot mm-hmm. going for them. Um, but I, I, I think at this point, I too am kind of in the hot shots slash everybody's golf camp slash Mario Golf camp at this point. Yeah, I don't want. Uh, I, I, I just uh, the simulated sports are. They're too much for me because there's too much simulation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just want to, I just want to have a good time. Uh, real golf is, uh, actual physical golf is a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's backbreaking. I remember the first time I played 18 holes, I was dead tired. Did you uh, walk when it? I was done. Yeah. What? Yeah, we walked. <laughs> Fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I was dead tired. I, I, man. Look, man, I, I, I know, I, I know, I know, I know. When it comes to, uh, I know when it comes to anything but video games that you're tight with a dollar. But just, dude, it's it's fourteen <laughs> bucks. Rent the cart, Jesus. I have never walked a course in my life. I've I've played I played fifty or sixty rounds of golf. I have never walked a course ever. The first time I did it, we walked it. And uh, it was it, it was excruciating. Um, we were there for literally hours. Yeah, like it's hours it's five upon hours. Hours upon hours. It's five hours, and you're walking like 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 <laughs> like, like you're walking. You know, do the math. It's it's like a, like a full course is like seven thousand yards. That's <laughs> yeah, twenty one thousand feet. That's like four miles. Like you're literally walking four miles with a twenty five pound bag on your back. <laughs> And then and and you're stopping every you're stopping every 150 feet to to swing a stick and a ball and then and then pack it all up and and traipse on forward again. Get the cart, Jesus Christ! And we we did the <laughs> we did the second time. We did we did the second time. We and and the third time. That's all I've I've only done three. Uh, three <laughs> but uh, Jesus Christ, it's uh it's a it's it's a workout, man. Um, but. If uh, uh, I say all that to say that if you go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon, you can get yourself a pair of golf clubs uh, only by going to densepixels.com slash Amazon. <laughs> Are you able to do so? Because when you go to densepixels.com slash Amazon and type in golf, golf clubs, you can get yourself Callaway Golf Men's Strata Complete Set for the rated Average rating four and a half stars by forty five hundred reviews for a measly four hundred forty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. That is a pretty good price for a set of Callaways. Not there gonna you lie. Go. And uh, you should you should go to you should go to densepixels dot com slash Amazon. Your only place to buy those um, because when you do, you don't pay anything extra. And you help us out by giving us a finder's fee. So go to densepixels.com slash Amazon. I paid slightly more for my clubs. I have, I have a set of tailor-made R7s that I paid. Well, I, it, that was that was George Bush stim, uh, stimulus money that I that I bought those with. Hey. So. You're, you're, you're doing the world. You're doing the country a <laughs> uh, favor by uh, stimulating the Dude, economy. Like I said, those, those clubs have served me well for, what, 15 years now? At this point, hey, so I, I'm I'm more of a top golf guy now. I can't uh, I can't I can't go out there and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, we we I, I got I got to get you out again one of these days. As that would as, that would be as fun. Long so. as we're we're driving. Oh, we're we'll be riding. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. <laughs> we'll be we'll be riding. Uh, we go to the post office. Uh, Rev asks, "Is there a game that you didn't expect to be good 
uh, but surprised you. Well, so many, so many, so many games would qualify um, in this uh, in this camp. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe Outriders next. Week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, I've talked before how when I first played Destiny, uh, when it first came out, I was like, this is not for me, and I did not approach it. And then it turned out to be the game that I probably played the most uh, in my life, for sure. Um, yeah, so, I mean, they're, they're, this this is a long, long list of uh, of, of games that, uh, that I can speak on. I didn't think The City would be very good. I ended up enjoying the first The City, and not as much as Micah did, but, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, I did dig it, um, but it's it's tough though, because especially since I've been playing, as we've been playing as long as we have, like we kind of know our tastes at this point. It's kind of difficult for a game to uh, pop up and surprise us out of yeah, nowhere. I, I mean, I think a better question would be: uh, Is there a game you didn't expect? to be as good as you thought it would. Oh yeah. That, I mean, I I'm pulling my switch out right now because most of them are, are probably going to be found right here. Cause I, I've taken much more of a chance on games um, from here. And, and also more so there's lots of games that I didn't expect to like that. I ended up liking a lot. So like into the breach, for example, um, is a game that I, that is not necessarily my style of game, uh, but I really like Into the Breach a lot. Uh, I was not expecting – like I thought Super Mega Baseball would be good. I wasn't expecting it to be like I'm going to put 150 hours into this game good, which is exactly <laughs> what I fucking did last year with that game. Um, what else do we have here? Uh, Moonlighter really caught me by surprise. That game was really fucking fun, and I did not give it enough time, frankly. Like it's, it kind of makes me sad that I haven't played Moonlighter more uh, because that game is really fucking awesome. Um what else we got here? Children of Morta was came recommended from you and Taryn, so I'm not surprised that that, that was good. Um, yeah, like I said, there, there's a lot of games that uh, that that the quality surprised me. Like I was expecting a good game and got like a great game out yeah. of for sure. So, like I didn't. I mean, this is you know cliche, but like I was looking forward to Hades. I didn't know I would like Hades that much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. Um, I don't know where it shows you how much time you've put uh, in your game. profile. In your profile, and and I I'm curious to see who's put put more hours into Haiti because you tend to stick with stuff longer than I do. Um, uh, it depends. I'm yeah. a bit of a I'm a bit of a hoe when when something new comes out. Uh, I'm at sixty hours plus for Hades. Where the hell is it? It so if you go to your profile, uh, like in the top corner, and click on oh, your little okay. icon, and you scroll down, it shows you your. Uh, Wow, I put more than 200 hours in Marvel Ultimate Alliance. That's not a surprise at all. (laughs) That's not a surprise at all. Uh, You beat me uh, with Hades. I have 55 hours or more. Uh, Uh, Slay the Spire, I'm over 80 at this point. Um, uh, Brave Living Fall 2, 95 hours. There you go. I enjoyed that game. Uh, Like I told you, Super Mega Baseball, 155 hours. Which is uh, which is a lot. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, forty hours plus of Tetris ninety nine. So, uh, Darksiders Genesis was also a game that uh, I thought would be pretty good, but it's better than I thought it would be. So, yeah, there you go. There are a couple of games that you can. Yeah, the the the, the the best ones for that are games that you have a passing interest in, but you're like, eh, and then like you find it on sale one day, 
and you pick it up and you finally get around to playing it and it just kind of blows you away. Like that's how Moonlighter was for me. Um, God, I I'm, can't recommend Moonlighter highly enough. Really can't. Oh, speaking of uh, speaking of of games on the slide, did you see the preview for the new Drinkbox game that uh, that's coming out at some no. point? No. Yeah, it's called Nobody Saves the World. Uh, looks interesting. They're they're trying their hand at a top down uh, action role playing game. Oh, so I mean, it, like, like it's Drinkbox. So I'm automatically interested, right? Yeah, I'm already uh, I'm already uh, interested. So. Uh, okay, okay. Like, can we not play this Geico ad, please? <laughs> <laughs> now, here's now here's what sucks for me though. So, when the game launches, it's going to launch on PC and Xbox, and that's it. So, I, I think <laughs> I think it's on like the ID and Xbox program, which means that it's probably going to be on Game Pass day and date. Excellent. So, you have that to look forward to. Excellent. Which makes me very jealous, very upset about this. <laughs> um, how dare they tantalize me with a new drink box game and I can't play it. <laughs> Notice they didn't even say Mac, just PC. Right. So, <laughs> bastards. Um, Daniel asks, uh, are you planning on trying for the Mass Effect caches even though they don't include the game? So, I, I very much used to be a buy the collector's edition guy for every game that I was interested in. Uh, mm. I am not that person anymore. Not by a long shot. Um, wave one is already sold out. Uh, there is a wave two offer currently in the mix for this. Uh, I guess you have to put in like a raffle for it or whatever. Cause there's only going to be a limited number. This comes with a lot of cool stuff. It comes with a, uh, spinner pin. It comes with a, uh, the N seven acceptance letter, uh, comes with a commander shepherd, Helmet, it comes with like a steelbook case for a game that doesn't have a disc version yet. Um, <laughs> like a canvas art print, nice box. It's a nice set. I just don't have any inclination to spend money on this kind of stuff anymore. Uh, yeah, if you were uh, the person who used to do that, I was the person who um, made sure. I was the reason why you got a certain number of collector's editions <laughs> coming to your store. Like that was, that was me. I was always ready to buy whatever gobbledygook that came with a, um, with a game that I really, really liked. Um, I just don't, I don't have the space anymore. Yeah. Uh, which is ironic because I literally have the most living space I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> and I just don't have the space anymore. I mean, all, all my collector's edition stuff that I still have. So like my, uh, like my God of War three Pandora's box and my Assassin's Creed two tin and my Batman Arkham Asylum thing and my Borderlands two stuff and my uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken uh, <laughs> collection like all that crap is just sitting in my basement right now. Yeah, doing a whole yeah. lot of jack shit. Right, well, a lot of mine is in the garbage. Yeah, and what little is left. Yeah, that is, that uh, that cy that cyberpunk uh, statue that I have behind me. That was free. I didn't pay for that. <laughs> so, um, otherwise, it would not be here. I can I can assure you. Uh, finally, uh, Cam asks: Now that the countdown to Andrade's freedom has been started, uh, there is no countdown. Actually, apparently, he does not have a no compete uh, in, in his release agreement oh, with, from WWE. Right. Uh, 
what do you guys, what do we prefer he does? Uh, sign with a company immediately like AEW or New Japan? Uh, or would you rather maintain his independence and try to work out deals where he can work a few dates with all those companies for a bit, kind of like Cody Rhodes did when he left WWE? Um, I would like him to show up on a major platform. I, I I would like him to show up in a in a organization where he can be the star that he never quite could make it to be on the main roster. Um, that dude has a lot of talent. Uh, we got to see it when he was down in NXT. Yeah, I was about to say if you don't watch NXT, you would never know it. Right, like that's the thing is that is that he was like he was amazing in NXT when he was when he was on his main event ride. And the the, the biggest problem that Andrade has is that he's not. He's not great at speaking English, so he's very poor. He's very poor promo. Um, and that's and a that's, part that you kind of need to really begin on top. They solved for that with Zelina Vega, but once she was fired, then he had nothing to, to hang on yeah. to at that point. So <laughs> she was like, nah, yo, Twitch is uh Twitch <laughs> is paying me. Uh these people on Twitch are paying me more than you are paying me, so Twitch can stay and you can go. Yeah. And, uh, and they were like, well, and Andrade was like, Oh, uh, I got to have sex with the most famous woman here, uh, to try and make sure I keep my spot. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Like as soon as Lena Vega was gone, like and Andrade was basically off of television yep. at that point, And we never saw him again. Um, so yeah, it's, it's difficult. Like if you can't cut a promo or if you can't have a microphone next to you to cut a promo, um, you ain't gonna make it in Vince McMahon's WWE. No, and and to me, and and in all frank, in all honesty, you're not gonna make it in Tony Khan's AEW either. Like it's it's not it's not like the people at the top of the card can't can't talk worth the shit in right. AEW either. So I, it'd be interesting to see him and Zelina and 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 Thea Trinidad end up in AEW together. Because um, <laughs> they had, look, they had great chemistry. They had fantastic yeah. chemistry with each other. Uh, they were a great combination. It was really sad to to see to see that get broken up, and and unfortunate for him because, like I said, as far as his in ring work goes, he is one of the best and very enjoyable to watch. Still, if you have not seen it, um, one of the best matches in NXT history and in recent WWE history was Gargano uh, Andrade from I think it was Takeover. I think I think it was the one before the Royal Rumble in 2017. I don't know what the little subtitle was for that takeover, um, but that match was amazing, and you should definitely go check it out because uh, it was really fucking good and well worth your time. So, all right, uh, that is it for the post office. Thank you guys very much for your questions this week. Again, uh, fo- post office is exclusively in Discord, and Discord will be all that is left soon. So, if you've not joined the fan group yet. Uh, go to densepixels.com slash fans, go to the pin post, join the Discord, uh, or wait for the link to become public, and it'll be in our show notes uh, in the future. Uh, subscribe to us. We're on whatever fine platform you get podcasts, uh, and make sure you subscribe to all the other TNP Studios shows as well. Um, a lot of good stuff happening all over the network every single week. You don't want to miss any of it, especially as movies start to get uh, back into the mix a little bit. Uh, look, uh, new Jason Statham movie trailer came out the other day, directed by Guy Ritchie looks hot. 
Look, I'm gonna watch it. Ready for it? I'm just saying. <laughs> miss, miss, have missed that combination for quite some time. It looks, it I'm looks good. It. I'm gonna watch it. It'll be good to see Turkish back in action. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it. Looks, it looks uh, interesting. There's some mystery surrounding it. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Do that by going to YouTube.com/slash Dense Pixels. Uh, when I get this new Mac, I'm hoping to get back on the streaming bandwagon a little bit. Uh, the reason that I have not been doing it as much is because my iMac that I've had for seven years uh, is getting a little long in the tooth. It's definitely not built for streaming. Uh, I'm flashing a little more cash this time. I'm going to get some upgraded RAM. Uh, I'm getting the new Mac with the with the Mac the Apple Silicon or Apple Silicon in it, uh, which apparently that processor is a beast. So I'm hoping with a better performing machine. Uh, streaming won't be as much of a chore uh, as it has been in the past. So I might get back on that horse again here soon. Uh, and where can you watch the stream, Micah? You can go to Twitch. You can follow me at DensePixelsBrad. You can follow Terrence at Apparition410. Uh, and you can follow Carrie at Suppets Carrie. Uh, she's playing her Monster Hunter Rise. I don't know if she streams uh, Switch gameplay or not. Uh, she should. It's easy. Um, but uh, But yeah, so that's that. So that's it for this week. Thank you guys very much for watching and listening, and we will see you all the next time. This this IWGP belt doesn't look horrible, but it don't look good. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it's a pretty it bad title belt. Like I can I can get used to it, but it doesn't look good. Is it better? Anyway. Do you think it's better or worse than the current United States Championship in WWE? I. <sighs> <laughs> Uh, in the uh, in the words of uh, the current United States champion in WWE, uh, I, I'm sorry, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> it's it's no the I uh, ooh, mm, 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 I don't I I really don't care for this IWGP championship. <laughs> I can get used to it. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. Now now, bro. Nope. Made. This is worse. You know why? You know you know what this belt reminds me of. You know what I think of when I immediately see it at first glance. Because of the uh, shape, because of the shape of the uh, you think, of the, you think, of the, you think of the butterfly belt. I do, right? I do. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of the divas. I'm thinking of the divas championship. I'm thinking of the divas championship. Um, oh shit! Plus, there well, was nothing. There was nothing wrong. It. There was nothing wrong with the with the old IWGP belt. Do they sell? Do, does New Japan sell belts like that? Probably. Like to to you know like because WWE is always save thirty percent on our five hundred dollar belts. Probably like, look the old the old IWGP title looks like that they're like we're gonna take the WCW World Championship we're gonna add some silver to it and this is gonna be baller. <laughs> it's an it's a cool belt. This this I new belt sucks. I can't unsee the butterfly now. See, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm surprised I'm the first person to think of this. It looks like a cross between the butterfly belt and the Washington Capitals logo. I uh I I saw some I, I'm looking at at people and they say that it is it looks like uh the Cody Rhodes tattoo belt. Got the same shape. Yeah, that that that's a uh if if I can give any of you kids uh life advice out there, never opt for the side neck or face tattoo. <laughs> Just don't do it. Just don't do it. You think Mike Tyson would do that shit again if, if he could? <laughs> Absolutely not. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Oh, Jesus. All right. I'm done. <laughs>